what's happening? Welcome to the Grown Man Niche Podcast. I am Mike Jane with me. Both are fresh, back on the scene, too clean. What's going on with you, man? I'm tired, man. Uh, this <laughs> I'm tired. You say that real quick. <laughs> hey, man. I uh, this weekend I volunteered for Indiana Black Expo, man. So we was working with like all these uh, kids or young adults and two teenagers and middle school kids, man. So your boy got in. I'm gonna post. I'm gonna post what I, how much I walk and I did, man, uh, on our Instagram. But it was crazy between two and a half days of how much walking I did. Just back forth, back forth, back forth, man. So I didn't get to go to the gym since Thursday, but I'm just tired. It was, it was a good thing, man. It's always a good thing to be able to give back to the youth, man, and, you know, help people who help. You know, we were blessed to have people in our lives, man, help us. So, you know, it's a blessing to be able to help somebody else, man. So I see yeah, you so, man, so, so talk to talk to the folks about the, the, the people that are not from ND or familiar with the Black Expo, man. Talk to them about that a little bit. Tell them what the Expo is and kind of what it – what it means for the city, what it means for the youth, and you know that's what a deal. All right. Well, summer celebration, Indiana Black Expo, something goes all year long. But summer celebration is doing is typically in the week is in July. So there's a hell. There's career fairs. There's health fairs. There's luncheons. There's exhibits. There's concerts, and pretty much anything you can think of. And then what I do is uh, I help with the youth. So I am just I am just a a a, a peg in a, in a thing. I am not anybody who runs anything. I am not that important. I know someone who's important like that. She runs everything. I just kind of help out. But you know, the it's the summit that helps you know build leadership of students. So this time, one of the things that one of my favorites was we we had engineering students who was like, all right, well you're you have to design a roller coaster because you know anybody who rides roller coasters, you know you have to have speed and like the torque and like how you're going to come out the loops and down shifting up vectors and all that type of stuff. I'm not the big engineering person, so they did that. We had students that uh, created their own podcast. They had song. Soon they they did some inner because this year with the expo has got uh, this big thing going uh on the art. So it was that students interested in that so. You know, you get a you know big sponsorship from Purdue University. They come in and help out. It was just a good time, man. You know, the kids got to, up. they got to meet with uh Trevor Jackson. He did a real talk session, so it was a real intimate setting. So it was mostly our students talking to Trevor Jackson. We went to a Fever game. It was a really good game, man. Fever should have won the game, but they they lost it and they lost it in overtime. Uh, then they had and they and they had their version of the white party. So anybody who knows Indiana Black Expo Summer Celebration, they always have like a white party on Saturday mm-hmm. nights. So we give the kids their white party. And for those who don't know, I remember I had a white person ask me, "There's a white party?" Is that she told me that was racist? I said, "Why is that?" She said, "That's because you guys dress up in white face. That is not what happens. People dress up <laughs> in white clothes, and and, not, and I say white clothes, I mean the color white, as in people, you know, not." like white face or anything like that. So I thought that was funny. So the kids had their yeah. own party with a DJ who was a participant of the weekend, man. So they, they had a good time. So, you know, I just kind of, I like to peep in the and peep in the room just to see how the, how the young people are acting, man. So it was just funny to see them dance and like how they come out, they shell and how they like really, really ready. So it was, it was a fun time, man. I always get to, you know, see some people I haven't seen in a year and just have a good time, man. It was, it's tiring. I'm not going to lie because I'm exhausted today, but it's a blessing to be able to give back, man. So that's what it's all about. That's what's up, man. I did not participate in a lot of the, uh, I guess you could say downtime extracurriculars or anything like that, but um, I did go to the mayor's luncheon on Friday and um, I participated in the uh, the young minority networking session. I was, that was either Wednesday or Thursday. I can't remember what day that was. Um, but th- both of those were some really nice events. I really enjoyed the the young minority, uh, the minority networking session because you see a lot of individuals, um, you know, like yourself, or you know, like you and I, you know, we're we're you know we're mid thirties and you know the executive level individuals in our respective careers and you know that sort of thing. And it was it's good to see other folks like you uh, all in the same room that you can talk to and network with. And I say minorities, and it's not just black folks. I mean, I met a Latina individual. She's in the energy sector, and she is literally the only female Latina in her organization, like, period. Now, granted, it's a lot of contract workers, and, you know, that's what a deal. Um, but, like, she, she's actually at the, at the administration executive level as a female Latina, man. And she and I chopped it up for a little while, and... It was just really good to see folks, you know, at our level. Because a lot of times, y'all have heard Mike J and I talk about we're the only individuals in the room. 
but we're the only individuals at the table, you know, in certain meetings and certain things like that. So it was really encouraging um, to see other folks, you know, at, at kind of around the same age and that sort of thing. But at the same time, you know, at the same level of your careers and just kind of it was truly networking, man, sharing, sharing commonalities, sharing new things. You know, I learned a lot from a few individuals like, man, you know, I didn't I didn't you know, never looked at that approach this way or, you know, never looked at a scenario like that or whatnot, but it was really cool, man. Um, I enjoy, I enjoy both of those events. The, the mayor's luncheon, it, it's kind of like the, the horse and pony show. Uh, but at the same time, there were other, there, there was, again, I saw a lot of individuals that I saw the previous days <laughs> at the, at the minority fair there. Um, there's a few others, man. I also saw, uh, uh my cousin, man, uh, who is a, um, a true business owner uh, in the city. Uh, yeah, I saw him they, too. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I saw because that's my cousin too. Yeah. I saw said yeah, yeah. cousin too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So we we were at the we were at the uh, at the luncheon together and uh, chopped it up a little bit. So it was nice, man. It was it was a it was a cool time. I wish that I had had uh, more time to do things. Uh, some of the, some of the downtime type stuff, like enjoying the vendors and um, that sort of thing. But I just did not have that that moment this this weekend. Uh, doing a lot with my son. My son, my youngest, turned seven uh, this past Wednesday. Um, so this weekend was uh, some a lot of downtown's kind of dedicated to him. We really didn't get to do a lot during the week because we had football summer workouts. So um, this weekend was just spent a lot of time, like, you know, just kind of making him feel special because he did special for his birthday. We had his birthday party yesterday and um, done some, he and I done some things and his brother done some things on Saturday afternoon and evening. So uh, it was just kind of like a, a family moment for my son and, you know, just enjoying that. So I didn't really get to do as much as I normally do with the expo, um, but I did enjoy the events that I got to go to. Man. Like my, like my Jay said, man, it's always good to give back and, and try to um, try to propel the youth and try to lead by example. You know what I mean? Uh, often, oftentimes a lot of what they see is not the best. Um, so I try to put my best foot forward, try to lead by example and, and mentor and just show folks that there's other ways um, to reach certain goals and that there's different levels of success. You know what I mean? Success doesn't mean money. Success doesn't mean, you know, whatever it is. Like it, there's different things that are make individuals successful. Um, I try to share that with, with the young folks, man. Yeah, so it's always a good thing to give back. So you know, we we talk about giving back a lot on this podcast, and we do it in different ways. So uh, that's just one of those things, man. It's a multifaceted attack because we can't only people who can save us is us. So right. that's definitely a blessing to be able to get into that, man. So now shout out to the young guys that being turning seven, man. I, time's flying, brother. Time Bruh. is flying. <laughs> Crazy, man, for real. I remember right. that. I remember that little dude was struggling to crawl, man. Yeah. Now he, now he turning flips and doing all kinds of stuff, man. Playing football and playing football at a pretty high level for his age. So you know, it's good stuff, bro. Yeah, man. So, well, going from a, going from a young adult to a like a you know a young a young person to a toddler, we we'll have to talk about your guy, man. The orange one, that damn Trump news, man. He been out. He been out here a while. He been out here a while, and bro. So you know, you know they had. Hey, the whole, hey, you say he's wild, and he'll tell you to take it or leave it. <laughs> oh, yeah, we're gonna talk about it. Take it or leave it. I mean, uh, hey, let me ask you this, man. Has has anybody ever implied for you to go back to Africa? No, no, not not me directly. I've heard I've heard implications, like comments made that would imply that, but not towards me. <laughs> uh, yeah, I've I've heard. I remember I was in like because we in Indianapolis had busing, and I was one of those students that got bust. And it was implied that we, you know, if we're unhappy about something, we should go back to Africa. <laughs> it's like, what? Like, who the hell are you supposed to do? Whatever. That's neither here nor there. So, Senator, so talking about sending her back. So, Trump now says he did not lead the charge at the campaign rally a few days ago, talking about to send somebody back. They said that he talked to his wife and his daughter, which could be the same thing, because those pictures he takes with uh Oh, uh, bro, Ivanka. Ivanka, yeah. they, they look, look nasty. Like, I seen one, she was sitting on his lap, and he was, like, you know, looking all, looking, just staring at him. He was just, it was just nasty. But anyway, like, so he says he didn't say it's in the lead it back, but he didn't stop it when he was there. So he's the president of the United States. I'm sure if he could have threw his nasty little grubby hands up in the air and told him to stop this, and they would have stopped because, you know, they follow him like he's Jim Jones, and they're in Jamestown. But he didn't stop that, man. So what did you think when you seen that the orange one said that he did not – lead the charge of send her back my my thing is how can you say that you did not lead the charge you may not have said the exact words but you're the one that got to stir it up you're the one that kind of made the the implied comment as to that and that's what kind of got the people going 
So you may not have said the exact words, but you did too. You, he knows he let the damn charge. Like it, it's on fucking video. Like, bruh. <laughs> I mean, he would probably say it was fake and doctored up or some shit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but it's like, bruh, yeah. you own your own film. You know, we, everybody saw it. You, you were the one that kind of got this shit stirred up, but he's just in his own delusional world again, bro. Like that's, yeah. that, that's all that is, man. It's wise, man. So then the next thing, so he got up this morning. So I, I don't follow him, but I like to like search to see what he says. So he tweeted from the time I looked about 30 minutes ago, 12 times this morning. So right now, what's this afternoon now? So it's 12:15 Eastern Standard Time right now, right? And this is a uh, Monday. Is that July 22nd? Say it's 22nd. Right 22nd. Yep. So he had tweeted 12 times. So he went from Hillary Clinton to talk, Clinton to talking about the squad and us the four ladies who he said to go back to where they came from. And then they let everything like a true Instagram thought. He let everyone know he's going to a funeral. That's the funeral of the, the former Supreme Justice who uh, who passed away. And then after he said let everybody know he was going to uh, the funeral, he started going in on the squad. I mean, have you? I mean, it's crazy. He's like a true Instagram thought. Thought like I'm sure if he could, he probably would like send like pictures of himself like with his legs. <laughs> but you know how like you know the chicks on Instagram, they be trying to show their body and they show their legs all extended and all that type of yeah, stuff. Like, yeah, yeah. Make their behinds look bigger. That's probably how he would want to be. So I, that's crazy, bro. Twelve tweets, and this is the leader of the free world. Got a lot of time on his hands. I tell you yeah, that. It must have been executive time. It, I was this, I was gonna say this was this must have been the extended executive time or something. I don't know though. If he's going to the funeral, I'm sure he, he ain't, he's like the PTO type cat. He getting all this time. Ain't no ain't no uh, ain't no giving the company no time. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm sure if he's going to this funeral, my man is gonna hit you with the, the hit the six day golf trip that he ain't claiming. <laughs> he probably he probably Not, hit him. Go ahead. I said not taking not taking a not taking a lunch break to go get the food and staying in a long ass line, but then clocking out after you got the food, uh, <laughs> so you can sit or, down and eat. <laughs> or do like or do like some people do, like uh, they get to work, and then they they get to work, cut their computer on, and then uh, <laughs> then go they, get breakfast. Go, go get breakfast and come back, nigga. And this, what, they, what Bernie Mac said, nigga, black people, we break. <laughs> yeah, you break, we break. Yeah, <laughs> that's crazy, man. Your 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 guys just out here wilding, bro. Like it's 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 going to be interesting when the time comes to see uh, what people do as as far as voting and that sort of stuff, man. Like it's it's going to be interesting with all the stuff that has come out, you know, surrounding him, the comments that he's made. He was doing this stuff before he got elected, yeah. but it's, it's it's going to be. I say it's going to be interesting to see. Like now, it's it's been at the forefront of our lives for so long. You know, his, his entire tenure in office. Like, what are people going to do now? I mean, yes. you got people turning, you got people allegedly turning on him, and you know, not feeling the things that he's saying or doing, man. And I know you saw that that post from the from the black, uh, what is it, the black conservative guy that was going off talking about he felt betrayed and all that. Oh, uh, you talking about the dude? The, you talking about the dude with the Joe Johnson fade? Yeah, I yeah, saw yeah. <laughs> come on, come on, nigga. You knew what you signed up for. That's that's right. like that's that's like somebody signing up for somebody who's a known shyster, and then you talking about man, I didn't know he was going to steal my money, but you know the dude been stealing money from everybody else. You think he gonna right. steal? Dude, get out of here with that fake stuff. Dog, you were trying to make yourself go viral, trying to make yourself seem important, and then it didn't work for you, man. Get the hell out of here. Yeah, man, call chasing on Trump. Not even, like, trying to, like, man, come on, bro. You, like, I don't feel, feel bad. Like, how can you really feel bad? Now, if the man sit back, looked at your eyes, shook your hand, and said it was different, then, yeah, that's a whole other thing. Dude, you had that Blacks for Trump shirt and everything, thought you felt important, thought that man was going to treat you like the nigga he thinks you are, and now your feelings is hurt, man. Get the hell up out of here, bro. But let me ask you this, man. It's after this. So you did you see that thing? Have you heard you heard about Jeffrey Epstein, right? Yeah. So did you see the picture of the Donald dancing with him? Yeah, I, was, I, saw, I saw the video. Yeah, I was going to say, I saw the video dancing. <laughs> you think? And he, I seen Donald with with that damn ill ass, that ill ass damn Don Johnson jacket pointing yeah. at the three young ladies that was dancing yeah. together. <laughs> hey, yeah, he's ready. He was ready. So, hey, man, you know, yeah, he, he had he had the Cosby droplets ready to go allegedly. Right, man, going to get. He had that weak ass comb over the point. <laughs> oh yeah, you know he's gonna he's gonna getting real nasty with him, man. So speaking of nasty, I seen this. Uh, 
this documentary, I don't know if you know who Roger Ailes is. Roger Ailes started, started Fox News and he ended up mm-hmm. losing his position because he was like sexually harassing the women, like the the, uh, the online talent. And uh, it was so damn disgusting. Online talent. The only, yeah, like the talent, like, you know, not the online, but you know, the talent as far as who works for, for <laughs> right. like the reporters. Yo, man, one of the same dudes, like making this, like one of the reporters, like she's giving him head or whatever. He's like forcing it down on her throat. My man was like, <sighs> She's like, I can't do oh, this anymore. <laughs> yeah, though, then and then she was like, she asked him something else. It was sickening. He was like, won't you twirl for me? Like in the middle of the office, though. So he made her like do like a little twirl to her, to her, you know, to do it. Then he had people following her. So I forgot what the documentary is called, but Roger Ailes is a mother. And then now I bring this all to tie up because there was this was back in 2008. And he's like, you know, Trump's thinking about running for president again. He said, oh, great. Put him on Fox and Friends and we get great ratings from him. So, wow! This is yeah. This is how all I, this I've stuff. not heard any about this. Yeah, Roger. Look up Roger Ailes. Yeah, it's it's very very. It's it's sad, man. Dude, just well, you know, well, you know the Donalds are. You know the Donalds already pissed off at Fox News for yeah. for saying that <laughs> saying that they're conspiring against him with the with with the Dems as he yeah, calls the Dems, them. the Dems, and the he's left. Just, he's just pissed off at everybody now. He has no sanctuary except yeah. for Mar-a-Lago. Yeah, Mar-a-Lago, you know, as soon as somebody give him a steak that ain't well done, he going to snap. So, yeah, that's that's crazy. And then one last thing about the Donald, bro. Did you stay in the White House the other day? The lady was talking about how her family was killed. And I assume she's from another country. I couldn't, I don't, you know, I'm just going off what I've seen. They were in the White House. So she said all this stuff happened to her family. And he was like, so what happened to your family? She's like, they're dead. They're dead. Yeah, no. I saw that. <laughs> like, oh, my God, he's crazy. Like, man, you're not even paying attention. That nah, just goes nah. to show you how much he cares about whatever the hell's going on. Oh, you, yeah. You're not even paying attention to somebody just standing directly in front of you, talking to you, telling you a story. Yeah, that's that's nuts. But hey, let me ask you this, man. So let's get to the mayo. And it wasn't – I mean, I've been kind of off the grid the last few days, but this is something that kind of stuck out to me. So they had this church. Cause you know the whole center back thing. So they had this church called Friendship Baptist Church in Appomattox, Virginia. And for those who don't know Appomattox, is that is where the uh, the Confederates, that's, that's where they gave up and they officially lost the Civil War. That's where they had uh, General Lee and General Grant. That's where they gave it up, right? So ironic. So they put up a, they put <laughs> up a sign. Up Yay. They got they get, they get washed. <laughs> so they put up a sign that read, American quotation marks, love it or leave it. And this is a church. The pastor said he was going to address it in the sermon, but he decided this was better. Now, you know, and I'm not even getting in the whole point of who, you know, what God you served, if you serve at all. But if you go by this church in Appomattox, Virginia, what would be your first thought, Bowtie? If you're just driving by. Yeah, I, be, I hope my car don't go, don't stall out. Because <laughs> so, so, I don't want to have to go in there and ask the, the quote-unquote Christians for help. Mm. <laughs> that, that's probably my first thought. Yeah, man. Hold, Please hold on, car, whatever car I'm driving. Just hold out till we get to another, till we get to a more... uh welcoming environment yeah <laughs> say that. I, I, saw I, that. I would i would say i would not feel like this was a christian environment where i would feel have sanctuary to go if i was in trouble yeah man being being the skin color that i am yeah and this is from somebody who's light-skinned so this thing about yeah. this thing this thing about the regular the, the regular folks hell we might sit back <laughs> and they might throw a car bomb at us but yeah, that's just like peak mayo, bro. Peak extra mayo. To put to put up the sign. <laughs> it's talking about America, love it or leave it. It's love it or leave it. Of a group of people who who came over, who came over, it's, it's and stole some shit. Yeah, <laughs> ironic, like a white people thing. You know, offense mayo thing in in the world. Like I just don't understand it, man. And also. Hey man, who knows what the who knows what the hell that damn pastor's preaching in there, man? Yeah, <laughs> he I'm probably sure. he probably he probably telling these folks, look, heaven is only for the Caucasians. Oh damn, <laughs> Anyone... not like not like on dots. White yeah. heaven, white heaven, <laughs> white heaven. <laughs> like who knows? Like I mean, that like for 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 a church, quote unquote, to put something out on like that in these times, like bro, you, you definitely are not teaching prosperity and equality and loving thy neighbor and you know so forth and so on. You, you're not teaching that at all. So it makes me wonder what is it that you are teaching in there? Not that I really care, but at the same time, like you, you use you know, the, the word of God to, to teach hate or to promote, you know, hate and dissension. That's not what it's about. Yeah. That's, but I yeah, was, man. I saw that now. That was crazy, man. So next one, we'll get to the, well, to get to the Twizzler and, uh, and this goes out to you, house of representative Mike Kelly. 
And Mike Kelly, my man, told us that he was a person of color. He was a person like, of color. Hey, man, I cracked up when I read that. And I was like, yo, that's some, cra- that's some crazy stuff, man. To say, hmm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to kill him with this one. I'm going to sit back and say I'm a person of color because I'm white. That's about the dumbest thing I've heard since uh, – since Robert Kelly's attorney got out there and said, unlike his his hit song, he's not he doesn't fly. Hey man, if, if, I would say if, if we're gonna give Mike Kelly that, you might as well give it. Who's the? I can't think of her name. She's all she's a spoke White House spokesperson. She got mad. Oh that the, yeah, that the reporter Kelly, asked her, Kelly, Kelly Conway. Kelly Ann Conway. Yeah, yeah man. She gets she get all the time. <laughs> She said she said she was Irish and 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 some Anglo-Saxon or something like that. I am Irish and Anglo-Saxon. I'm a purebred Viking. Bitch, if you don't sit your ass down, Viking. I mean, only white folks. She can't let you know that purebred white. Like no, hey man, like when she when she said that, she said I am Irish and Anglo-Saxon. Like, are you kidding me? Did you just really say that? Like, as if that is. You know that's supposed to convince us that that you with the shit or something. Like, come on, man. Yeah. You didn't. You didn't. You didn't came down from the from the top of Mount Caucasus yeah. to come and talk to us to yeah, tell right. us that, that that you were minor. Come on now. You don't, come even, on. Wa- you don't even wash your legs, so how, or nor use a washcloth. So how can I take yeah, anything man. y'all say seriously? Ugh. I'm telling you, man. <laughs> Kelly and Conway and Mike Kelly in the they 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 need to get that combo Twizzler, bro, because yeah, they virtually yeah. said the same damn thing. Y'all oh, get yeah. that combo Twizzler. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no doubt, man. So shout outs to 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 the Mike Double Kelly. Ender, boy. Hey, man. One last thing, bro. And I don't want this person who gets the Twizzler or the mail or if this is funny. Did you hear about the dude that lost his job? The 65 year old white man that made Tupac Fridays. And he would like no. send Tupac lyrics <laughs> to like to his staff and have like, oh, I'm gonna pull it up. I'm gonna pull it up for you, bro. Can you imagine, man? So y'all, y'all hold on, man, while I'm while I'm looking this up. So this goes out to uh and this guy is Jerry Fox Foxhoven from the state of Iowa. Frequently sent such messages to various employees praising Tupac's musical work was asked by Governor Kim Reynolds to resign last month after he sent the agency-wide email. For years, Fox Haven, Fox Hoven has hosted weekly Tupac Fridays where he would play the rapper's music in the office. He bought Tupac uh, Shakur-themed cookies to the office to celebrate his 65th birthday. And some, and some of the iconic phrase, thug life written on them, according to the report. The AP wow. threw 350-page uh, worth of emails with the words, Tupac or Tupac sent to and from Fox Hoven during his two-year time at Iowa's Department of Human Services. Yo. Hey. <laughs> oh, man. So then he said he sent out a mass email on June 17th asking employees to come run, you know, to go to, to holler Tupac's birthday by listening to one of his songs. Wow. Now, I know you work in, you know, we, we both have similar situations of work being in leadership. You have one, someone, you're in one end, I am on the other. If, if, and I am, and say, and I'm in leadership. If I sent my employees something to tell them to listen to the Tupac song on his birthday, what would you do from the other side to me? <laughs> we definitely having to sit down, my friend. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say that at bare minimum, we definitely be having to sit down. Uh, yeah, that's that's a little, it's a little sketchy. Would you a feel little, offended? Um, uh, <laughs> my silly ass probably not, but mm. in in a, in a way, in a way, I probably would. I'm like, who the hell? Like, are you serious? Are you serious right now? But at the same time, I'll be like, look, man. We need we need to have a real conversation here, bro. Yeah, but yeah, but yeah, I I don't know. I personally, like I said, my silly ass, I probably I probably find the jokes in it. But at the same time, from a professional perspective, you know, I I would not. It it'd be it'd be handled accordingly. I'll say that. Yeah, man. So I saw that dog. I died laughing. I thought I sent it. I kind of been off the grid. Cause I've been so busy with Expo. But yeah, man. This I mean, is, he tell, is, is, is he telling folks? Is he telling folks that you know, like bad boy, they fuck for life? Like, hey, is, that, hey, is that what you do? Hey, man. Imagine him getting on an employee. Man, I fuck. He'd be like, listen, I'm making them listen to hit them up when they come in the office. Man. <laughs> Damn, that's some wild. So shout out to the home. Shout out to the. Uh, to, to the homie Jerry Fox holding for, for holding down, you know, death row and everything else, man. Like it's 1996, man. So, hey, man, two pack shacker. Yeah, two pack shacker all day, man. RIP, man. And, hey, yo, for y'all, anybody, y'all need somebody to run your human services thing? Y'all call Jerry, man. Jerry, 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 Jerry gets around. 
You know, the, he gets around. Jerry said, the underground don't stop for hoes. Hey, man. Hey, all eyes on for Jerry. <laughs> so, all man. eyes on Jerry, man, for I, real. Not out there. <laughs> oh, that's smart. Hey, you think you think of Jerry's signature? It said Jerry Columinati. Oh, damn. I'm <laughs> letting, letting, letting them know. I'm letting them know the seven day theory. Not the Jerry. Seven day theory. Damn, the, the Jerry take vacation time. He signed up the seven day theory. And Jerry, and when Jerry sent them, you know how people at work seeing them sassy ass emails. Jerry be putting their bomb first in the, in the subject hey. line. Oh, my first. Oh, <laughs> damn. Jerry telling, her, Jerry telling everybody after every after every daggone meeting, I ain't mad at you. Yeah, damn. <laughs> damn, not not yeah, Jerry, not. Not, you, not Jerry telling somebody working in the other office, the little the little homie Tommy, the little homie Tommy ain't live like me, take five like hey. me. You live in fantasy, <laughs> nigga. Get a bag. I bet Jerry was talking cash shit to them people in Iowa. They probably like, I don't know what to do, Jerry. This guy just won't stop. <laughs> He's the Mexican hey. two pack. He said the funny know. thing. The funny thing is, what do you think the hell Jerry be walking around his house, <laughs> hey, two pack bumping loud as hell? You know he got the bandana on. Oh, he probably got, he probably got on a leather vest. Oh with, man, not the bustier. <laughs> hey man, he probably got on the damn leather vest. With, with he probably got some fresh kicks on too. He probably got like I don't know if he's wearing the Jays. We probably got like some some player ass Adidas or something. And and like the dad and like the dad jeans. No, no, dad jeans, the air, no, dad jeans, the Air Monarchs, and then the damn Tupac leather fake pleather vest with no with no shirt on with Thug Life written on his stomach. Hey, man. Shout out to the Silver Fox, man. Shout out to the Silver Fox, Jerry, man. So if y'all need somebody in human services, holler at that boy Jerry, man. You know what I'm saying? It's just him against the world. You know what I'm saying? Him against, him against the world, man. Damn, damn, that's some crazy shit, but man. Hey, but let's get to sports, bro. And we got an announcement. So this, so you know, the last year for Unmanaged Podcast for NCAA tournament, we had a we had a March Madness game. It was really successful. We had some people who don't even, you know, some new people jump into the tournament. And uh we gave the winner two t-shirts, actually. So shout out to the homie Demetrius. Yes, he won two t-shirts. You know, I shipped it and sent it to him, and he got it within three to four days. So on this one for your fantasy football and for absolutely free 99, if you win when we set up the game, you will get a free romantic hoodie. Free. Free 99. But you have to live in the continental USA. I, and that is the thing. I cannot afford to ship it to, to overseas. And I can ask for the shipping to anywhere. It has to be the continental USA. So I'm, I guess I'm kind of like the orange one. Love it or leave it. But it has to be. Oh, wow. Continental USA. <laughs> Hey man, yeah. giving hey bro, football I'm, got me hype, man. I'm man. I'm hype about this football tournament. I'm giving man. you, you know, I'm giving you a hoodie, and, and I can't, and I'm paying for the shipping too. I, at least got these kind on the USA, bro. You ain't got, <laughs> you ain't got to do nothing. But yeah, man. So that's the thing. So we'll be get starting that up. I guess we'll. I'll talk to Bowtie when we want to have a little draft and all that type of stuff. We'll do the live draft. I always let the computer pick for me, but uh. We'll, we'll set it up, man. We'll have a we'll have a live draft, and you know we'll we'll definitely we'll get going from there, man. So the winner will get a grown manish, a grown manish hoodie. Shout out to that, man. So, anything else in sports, brother? Nah, bro. Not 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 a whole lot. I, I was uh, <clears throat> excuse me. I sent out a a quick text in our in our group text message, our group chat um, about your guy Lamelo Ball, man. I wanted to get your take on it for the people, man. You. Yeah, Melo's been hooping in the Drew League. So, what, what, what's your take, man? Do you, you think Melo makes it to the to the league, man? You think Lamelo plays in the NBA? Uh, he's six seven. He's growing, so I think he has a chance. Uh, I know he's playing over in Australia this year, so I've never mm-hmm. seen him play like team ball. It's always been him like either like coming down shooting thirty footers or like you know ain't playing because somebody was playing no no good defense. So, yeah, I like seeing him play yeah, in a control setting. <clears throat> That was my that was my thing. I want I want to see him play in a system. Like I think he's I think he's got talent out the ass. You know what I'm saying? I think I think the brother's definitely talented. Like you said, he's six seven. He might need to put a little bit more weight on, but uh, I I think he can hoop. But I would really like to see him play in a control setting because even that 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 last little Lithuania or whatever little stint they had, it still really wasn't a control setting. You know, it was pretty much his show and everyone else to kind of play off of him or whatever he does. Even his brother. You know what I'm saying? So. I definitely would like to see him more in a, in a more control setting and see what he does and see, you know, if he can. I, I think he has the potential to get to the league. Um, 
you know, and, and do a little bit of damage. But again, it, it'll really come down to can he play in the system? Can he, if he's going to be a six, seven point guard, you know, is he going to run the team? Or is he slowly, I think he's a little too slight to play the two. He'd be getting moved out of the block by every, you know what I mean? Off the, off the block yeah. by everybody. But I like to see him, man. I like to see him, see what happens when he plays in Australia. Now I have a prediction. I don't think he finished. I don't think he's going to play the whole season in Australia. No, nah, I don't think so either. He, he's a little too slight, man. I think a lot of them no, no, have grown no, no. in. I'm talking, I'm, I'm talking about that. I feel like his daddy going to get in his ear if he ain't let, let LaMelo get the host up 30 shots a game. Now ain't going to play oh, that. Yeah. You know, and then I, think, I feel like he ain't gonna wanna, his daddy ain't going to want to follow the line. You heard it here first. He will not finish, he will not finish the season in Australia. Uh, you gonna have you gonna have Levar Ball coming for you, man. I ain't falling in line to nobody. Okay. Big ball of bird. You see, they was selling their, selling his shirts for like five dollars at a volleyball tournament. No, I missed that. Yeah, <laughs> man. I saw that, man. Hey, so, man. So let's so let's get so, to man, let's, time, bro. Did you? Yeah, man, man. Shout out, shout out. I learned I learned something new. I didn't even know it was a whole movement, man. The the, the whole blurred movement, man. I did not know that. Follow a lot of cats, talk to a lot of cats all over, but I, I, I learned the phrase this past weekend and didn't realize it was a whole damn movement, man. For those who don't know, Blur, B-L-E-R-D, that's for the Black Nerd Movement, man. I did not know that. Damn, where were you been at? <laughs> I don't know, man. Under a rock, man. Dealing with these damn kids. That's about it. <laughs> that's, a, that's how I found out about Game of Thrones. Yeah, man. Real talk. Yeah, man. Yeah, but yeah, man, Comic Con, man, it, it, it was it was major as usual. It was major, bro. So let me, I got some, I got some interview questions for you because Uh-oh. we have a group. We have some, no, we have a group chat, and you know our fellows in the group chat, they were all into it. Mike did, oh, Mike J didn't grow up reading comic books. I read a lot. Uh, I just, yeah, I just yeah. read, reading comic books. So as when they're going back and forth, I don't respond because most time I don't know what they're talking about, and just. It's kind of like, oh, okay. I don't feel like I have anything to add to the conversations. So I just let it ride. So, yeah, yeah. Shout out, to, shout out to Mike, Jack, and Dat, man. We dropping the, we be all dropping the knowledge in there, man, in, in the damn group chat, man. Us, us, us adult blurs. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, first of all, what did you think about Phase Four for Marvel? And I, I got mean, a couple other questions. Okay, go ahead. I'm excited. I'm, I'm excited, bro. Why? Uh, did get definitely get the Eternals movie. That's something that I've been waiting. Now the cast is a little. It's a little shaky, but um, definitely excited about that, about the Eternals movie. Uh, I've always been a Guardians fan. I, I know that, <clears throat> excuse me, Guardians 3 is coming out. Of course, Black Panther 2, you know, I'm always going to be hyped for that. Um, hype about the potential for the villain um, um, and, and, and uh, Black Panther 2. I've, I've heard a few different little rumors going on out, <clears throat> excuse me, going like on out there. But uh, I heard that that Craven, Craven the Hunter, uh, could be the a, a villain in the next Black Panther movie, and uh, they're kind of taking a, a spin for Craven the Hunter, uh, making him or, or kind of giving the storyline that he is from a, uh, I guess you could say, a rogue tribe in Wakanda um, that's going to try to attempt to rise up against uh, the Black Panther, which is just a little bit different from the comic books. And then there's another. Um, Another villain, Nightshade, who, you know, folks that, excuse me, um, uh, I guess you say kind of follow follow the comics know that, that Nightshade has always been a, a villain of, of Black Panther. So I, I'm excited about both of those. Um, yeah, man, I, I just I just really think that I, I know that and, and read that Phase 4 is taking more of a cosmic look uh, or kind of taking more of a cosmos um, type approach as opposed to being very planetary or Earth-driven. Uh, which is why, which is what Captain Marvel and and you know Endgame and the the, uh, the uh, Spider the latest Spider Man movie Far From Home, all of them kind of push you into that. It kind of let you know that we're that, that they're taking that turn. Um, so it's going to be interesting how they pull a lot of things together. Um, but again, like I'm, I'm excited, man. I'm excited for a new phase and, and new new material, bro. Yeah. Okay. So let me ask you this, man. So I kind of we are kind of so what is like what is the one movie? One, I'm picking one movie you're most excited about and why. Ah, oh, man. And I'll make it easy for I'll take Black Panther. I'll take Black so, Panther. I'll take Black Panther out of it. Anyway, take Black Panther out of it. All yeah, right, I'll, um, I'll, I'll give that so as, a, I, as a assumption, as a given. That's a given. Yeah. So if you take Black Panther out of it, the the one that I'm most excited to see, um, and it's probably my biggest surprise too, is Blade. 
uh, where Mahershala, Mahershala Ali being cast to play Blade um, with everything that the Marvel Universe has to offer with the, with all of the success of the movies that they've had and, and the visual and the story writing and all that type of stuff. Um, again, much, much props and respect to Wesley Snipes. You know, he is Blade, but I am super amped to see this new Blade movie, see Mahershala Ali's interpretation. Shout out to Mahershala Ali for, for landing this role or whatnot. But I, I would probably say that's probably my biggest, my biggest surprise and probably the one I'm most excited about. Now, don't get me wrong. Um, I'm definitely excited about Eternals. I'm definitely excited about the, the, the next uh, Doctor Strange movie. But yeah, Blade is probably the one I'm the most excited about, taking out Black Panther being the kid. For me, probably Black, probably Doctor Strange and Blade. Because like yeah. the ton of stuff, like I don't know the characters for the other movies, so can't get excited for something I don't know. And I'm not invested enough to go back and read about it and all this stuff. It's not knocking those who do, it's just not me. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. you know, I, I remember watching Blade. And then I like Doctor Strange's character before he got the before he got the powers or whatever. I like they kind of how they showed the character development in the movie, mm-hmm. and, you know. And then the whole Captain America thing, I don't know. Then they then they take away. There's no more super soldier serum, right? You said there is no more. Is uh, there, so te- technically, the, technically, there's traces of it, but yeah, there's there's no more, quote unquote. So how, so how my man gonna be like Captain America? You know what I'm saying? It's feel like they feel like this Captain America gonna be getting beat up like Torres on New York undercover, like two people <laughs> knocked out. And so I, I don't know. I you thought they Falcon. Yeah, because ain't he supposed to be like Captain? Ain't he supposed to be the new Captain America? Yeah, he's supposed to be. He's supposed to be a new Captain America. I mean, but but but, but Falcon has his own. Um, He's got his. He's got his own. I guess you could say superhero type vibe. Yeah, got that damn, we got them damn wings, bro. Y'all can't fool me, bro. <laughs> hey, so I mean, but 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 even with that, you know, uh, uh, Bucky, the Winter Soldier, is supposed to be kind of a tag teaming with that in, in that that Captain America genre. So you know, who knows? Maybe it could be a quick change in the guards because you know, I I said that I would have liked to see uh, the Winter Soldier or Bucky Barnes become Captain America. I know that everybody black is going to probably try to come for my hair or whatever, but I just I, I just felt like that was kind of the natural progression. Um, I, I felt like there could have been other things done with Falcon, and I think that, that Bucky kind of is in, you know, symbolizes it and kind of comes into that whole Captain America thing just naturally. I, I don't know, man. That's just my opinion. Well, look, I'm not trusting Bucky with no damn being a superhero. Dude got a DJ Paul arm. I can't trust nobody <laughs> with the DJ Paul arm. We talking about you gonna save civilization, so fuck out of here. That, <laughs> All Hell right. no, not the so, DJ Paul arm. So let me ask you this, man. What was your what was your biggest surprise of Phase Four? Uh. I mean, I, I honestly think I got to go back to Blade, man. Like, I was not expecting that at all. Like, I had had seen and heard rumors about a lot of the the other movies that are coming out, um, but but Blade was probably my biggest surprise, man. Like, I, I didn't expect that. I definitely didn't expect Mahershala Ali to come through. Uh, but yeah, I didn't expect that at all. That's that's definitely my biggest surprise, man. And Bowtie, he had, you know, let me tell you about Bowtie. So, you know, that's my brother, right? So he called me the other day. He's like, yo, man, I, I, I want to really talk about this Blade movie and, like, who I want to be play Blade. And I said, who you want to play Blade? He was like, yo, man, I want the dude from The Last Dragon to play Blade, man. You know, Blade, <laughs> he's like Blade Drake. Like, you know, we, 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 we trying to get back into the it. Slander. He, he said, it's a city. He said, it's a city boy summer and, and Blade Drake, we back. I really want to get the nigga to play. I was like, all right, man. I was like, so you need to write it to him. Like, let, let me proof it for you and then, and then help you out. Because, you know, I, 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 I do have a, I have a BA in liberal, in liberal arts as well as my master's and something else. So, you know, I'm, I'm pretty bright. People don't think, but I'm pretty bright. So, my brother, he sent me it. This guy. I, edited, I edited it for him. I sent it on, man. We weren't successful, man. But, yeah, like I said, man. So, when y'all think of, when y'all think of, when y'all go see Blade and you think, like, damn, Herschel Ali's kicking ass. Think it could have been Leroy from the Last Dragon. <laughs> all, all the beige rage, man. So shout out to that, man. Shout out. Hey, to man, that. he was catching bullets with his teeth. Bullets with his teeth, <laughs> nigga. Please, <laughs> please. <laughs> well, that nigga said he said you string ring Rick James looking fool. <laughs> yeah. Man, so that's what another classic black movie right there, man. Speaking of classic black movies, totally random and off topic, but. Uh, man, I was watching. I'm gonna get you sucker this weekend, man. I watched that and Hollywood Shuffle, bro. Oh, <laughs> hey, man, it was an ill ass weekend, and it's heat. Why does he have to wear the, the gold chains? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> My man said, "How does he even go to the bathroom with all this shit on?" <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah, that's that's the classic. Speaking of classics, man, shout out to the homie Omar Epps, man. I think he turned 46 today, man. So he's had some of my favorite movies, man, like Juice. Another, you know, underground movie I love was The Program. That's, to me, my favorite oh, yeah. football program. movie of all time. Program, program is low-key classic. Hey, that's the, you got to be – you got hey, and he, and he also got his nipple licked on in uh, Higher Learning by Tyra Banks. Oh, uh, yeah, this is yeah. true. All right, man. So shout out, shout out to Omar Epps, man. So I know we've kind of, we kind of shifting around, man. But let me ask you this, man. So what, what, what do you wish they would have put into Phase Four for Marvel? And oh, let's, man, let's lay down like the one thing, because you know we want to, we want to get, we won't get people too much. Cause we'll, we can always bring this back uh, up later. I, w- I, I wish and I hope that there is a significant Silver Server, a Silver Surfer. Uh, uh, didn't they already Whoa, try that before? Uh, Ain't this but it was it wasn't it see it it was it was done under the old under the old regime. Like it wasn't that they they have they didn't do it right. Uh, I'm hoping that, that Silver Surfer gets his just due, gets his get everything done right, man. Because a lot of people don't realize, man, Silver Surfer is a bad mamma jamma. And I, I and I'm using that phrase just because I was watching a whole bunch of last old school movies. But he's a mad mamma jamma. You know what I'm saying? Uh, so I, I'm hoping and wishing for Silver Surfer to come correct, be legit, um, and, and be done and interpreted the right way uh, in, in this phase four of, of the MCU. Um, the other thing is I'm, I'm hoping that all of this builds and leads up to um, uh, uh, an appearance uh, appearance of battle, the, the, the domination of Galactus. I, I, I need Galactus. I need for Galactus to be either at the end of phase four Going into phase five, it, this can't be some some two part type shit. Galactus is too much for that. This has to be like an ongoing type thing. So those are probably the two things that I'm that I'm really wishing for. But at the forefront for 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 Bowtie Fresh is definitely some Silver Surfer action done right, man. All right. What, All right. what about you, bro? Being uh, being someone who's not that that like you said earlier, not not that vested, you know, hadn't really read you know the comics and all that type of stuff. But what is something that that you would like to see? Uh, coming out of Phase Four. All right, so Phase Four. I mean, I guess I don't want them to do another uh, Fantastic Four. I've seen both of them; they both have sucked. And I know it was under the other ones, but I'm good. <laughs> One is like anything. That's <laughs> like telling me go to a restaurant. And I went twice and it wasn't that. It wasn't good. And um, I don't know. The Silver Surfer be interesting because I know I know isn't he like under Galactus? Isn't the Silver? did not the Galactus and the Silver Surfer do the ill shit? Is that how it works? Mm-hmm. All right. So I'm so. Right that, so- that, that. So doesn't doesn't doesn't, doesn't Galactus kind of use Silver Surfer to do some of the ill shit? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's so, he's, he's one. It'll be interesting Go to see to see that. Uh, I still haven't seen some of the movies in Phase Three, like Captain Marvel mm-hmm. and others. So, you know, man, that's one of those things, man. I am one of those people that if the movie looks good, I'll go see it. But I'm not gonna read the comic book, not because I'm not I'm not a reader. I'm an average. I just don't get in the comics. But you know, Silver yeah. Surfer would be cool, man. And you know, six. I always thought Silver Surfer. And I was like, man, this nigga on rock or something like that. You out here, you flying, <laughs> through, you flying through the galaxy, painting silver on a damn surfboard, man. You, hey, that sound like you could. You like you had some uh, some bad dope or something, man. So. So shout out to the Silver hey, man. Surfer, man. Hopefully they'll get him hey, clean man. and Silver. get him straight. Silver Surfer, Silver Surfer's a bad motherfucker, bro. Norman, Norman Rad, bro. He, no, he's I'll take that back. Black. I'll take that back. For them to do X Men right, I'll take that back. That is my favorite. I was always X Men. For them to actually do X Men right, if they actually could do something like with that, I don't know if it's the origin story that started again, taken away from Fox, X Men. Like a really good X Men with actually good camera because if you look at the camera stuff between Marvel and Fox, the camera the, the X Men doesn't always seem shot as as clear as Marvel, other yeah, Marvel movies. So probably that, but I doubt I that's gonna happen. But that would be my thing. You trying to see? You trying to see your boy Eric just get real ill? That's what you want to oh, see. Shit, you know Eric is the hardest <laughs> nigga in, in the damn Hey, man, Eric, Eric, tell him in a minute. Charles, no, they're beneath us. <laughs> Shout out to Eric. Man. Hey, man, shout out to the homie Dak, man. He definitely, he definitely talk about Eric, man. But, uh, hey, man, but both I want to sit back and, you know, transitioning, man. You sent me this tweet today, and he was like, hey, we should talk about it on the pie. Well, and I missed it. So, let's, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to read it. And this comes from Bad Girl Ree. Black yeah, Hell with Black Ree. Bad Gallery, yeah, yeah, something like that. Okay, our memory is Bad Girl Ari. Okay, maybe, okay, make sure we both can read. Bad Girl Ari, I'm going to call it that. And she says, and I quote, men claim to hate gold diggers, but what they actually hate is what they can't afford them. 
The second men get money, they entertain women who they know they would never give if they were broke. In conclusion, men love gold diggers. Thank you for coming to my TED Talk. All right, so I know on a few episodes ago, we talked about, kind of got into dating and those type of things about what different people want to need and everything else like this. And I don't remember if we talked about gold digging. I know we talked about men who get who let women take care of them and how it's like, you know, it's like, there's a, I don't know if it's a shortage of men that women are doing stuff they normally don't really want to do to have a man. And I, I don't remember the full conversation. So if y'all want to get on social media and kill me, that's fine. I'm, I'm with you for the shit. So today I, I'm a little rested up and I'm, I'm good to go. But I really want to know what like your thoughts on this whole gold digger thing. Let's just kind of stick to the gold digger thing. I mean, in my, my opinion, I think that there definitely are uh, many, especially in this day and age, there, I think that there are many gold diggers. Um, and I think that they come, my opinion, uh, they come in many forms. Um, I, I think that there are those that you see, you know, on social media and, and talk about, uh, you know, the co- conversation calls don't fucking step to me unless you bring in the money and all that type of stuff. But, so you have, you have those. Um, I think that you have those, I guess you can say, um, low key, uh, the, those hidden gold diggers where um, they only, they're not so overt with it. Um, and oftentimes they may have their own to an extent, um, but they they pretty much are, are the ones that are kind of hitting up the um, various spots where, you know, maybe pro players may be the NBA or NFL or whatever, or, you know, hitting up, making sure that they are seen at certain events, you know, where, where, you know, entertainers may be or something like that. I think you have those, those types. So, I mean, I, I definitely think that the whole. I have a story about that, bro. I have a story. Not, oh. to, not, not to interrupt you. I have a story. Yeah. yeah, yeah you so, did. And then yeah. I was going to say my last one, let me, let me hit this last one. So I think that there are, I guess you can say the, the, the average gold digger or the, or the ones looking for the come up. Um, those would be the individuals who are, you know, I guess you, sometimes you could say the regular folks or whatnot, but, um, kind of look, kind of looking for that come up, not doing a lot for themselves, but looking to land a guy who seemingly has something going for himself, even especially, you know, if they're, if they are, you know, let's just use the typical doctor lawyer types or whatever, but any guy who seems to have something going for themselves, they're like, okay, he's got something. You know, I, I'm going to I'm going to try to latch on to that and kind of ride the wave or whatever he's got going on to get out of my situation. So I think that there are those that are out there. Um, but I do think and I'm, I'm going to get to your story, um, but then they circle back around. But I do think that men perpetuate some of that. Oh, What's yeah. your story, bro? Sorry. So this weekend I was out and about <laughs> and I text y'all this. So I'm walking back to from from point A to point B and these two ladies stopped me. She's like, hey, big daddy. <laughs> hey, threw me for the loop, bro. So maybe they thought because I had a, sh- a certain shirt on that I was the man and they thought because it seemed like they were kind of scantily dressed. Maybe they thought that was the mark, the trick. They thought I was going to be the gold. They were going to be able to gold dig off the boy. And ladies, <laughs> I say not. You take your little harlot asses right on back to where you come from, honey. Black guy, black men don't cheat. But, you know, back to you. <laughs> but, <laughs> But hey, man, I just thought that was funny that the ladies called me Big Daddy, and I was like, Big Daddy, be different. Five now, like I was telling somebody, it's like if I'd have been like dressed in my grown manish attire, and you know, I had on a fresh pair of J's, but if I'd have had my grown manish attire on and felt like a true bad bitch, oh, because it's the city boys running this thing, you're damn right. I would have gave it a Marcus Graham look on Boomerang and extended my hands and had her look me up and down. Oh damn! I didn't didn't, didn't feel that way because I didn't didn't have anything on that I owned. So it was just a, you know, it was a the shirt for the conference or whatever right but, but let me ask you this man back to back to the quote didn't you we talked about this didn't you have a uh somebody you who wrote in and said that they were they couldn't stop them they couldn't stop finding women who were trying to go dig off them i guess you knew a gentleman or something like that i don't know if he's a colleague yeah. or a friend of yours or something like that yeah yeah there's a yeah 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 i know i, I know a guy who has uh who expressed that at the time that we that we talked uh or, or, or talked about this on the show the last i believe it was maybe what, about four episodes five episodes ago um, we talked about this a little bit, but yes, yes, indeed. Um, the gentleman, the gentleman I know, he's an attorney um, in, here in Indianapolis, um, single guy, and um, he feels feels that um, he is often targeted by by women, various women. Uh, it doesn't matter race, culture, whatever, um, economic status, or whatever. He feels he feels that he's targeted um, by women for for you know his I guess you can say his his success or you know things that he could offer them. Um, because once they find out 
what he does for a living or things like that, uh, conversations and, and, and actions and demeanors completely change. Yeah, that's 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 crazy, man. So, you know, I don't know. Just, so, I think, so to, so ahead, for me, it's something that and I, and I kind of agree. So in, in that uh, that Twitter thread um, by Bad Gallery, people were making several comments, you know, all over the board. Um, but I did, I do feel that oftentimes uh, guys kind of perpetuate, men kind of perpetuate that and, and kind of play into those roles because uh, a lot of times a, a guy will, a male, and I'm saying this because I'm male and, and I see this done by other males on a regular basis. I hear it talked about on a regular basis. Um, but males will sometimes, you know, that's what they have. You know, I am a successful male or, you know, I got a little piece of change or whatever. So, you know, I'm going out here and stunting or flossing or, you know, whatever. And they attract a certain woman um, or they attract all women, you know, that, that see that they have things. And I think that do men sometimes put themselves in those predicaments. They'll say, oh, I don't try to get no gold diggers or this or that. But you're the one out here attempting to floss, whether it be you and your old school, you know, with, with, your, with, your, with the rims and all that. Or buried you, you know, out here with the with the Armani suit and you know the bins and this and that. Like if you're out trying to put a certain, if you're putting a certain product out, you're going to attract a lot of different things. So I think that sometimes dudes, that's that's where men find their value at sometimes in the stuff, as opposed to finding value within themselves. You know, their job or their career or their education or money or bins or whatever the case may be they'll find value in the stuff and think that that is what it takes to attract women and it, it's true you're going to attract women and people of the same sex opposite sex or whatever but it, it's about what your presentation is so in my opinion i think that you can't necessarily say that you know all women are gold diggers or they're just after me for this or after me for that you got to look at yourself and say what product am i putting out there that's attracting all of this type of stuff and i think it's the same for you know vice versa you know, I know a lot of successful women. Uh, I know a lot of successful black women that are single and they have a lot of plights and, and complaints about, you know, black men and black men ain't shit. And, you know, I can't get a certain type of brother or whatever. But I know very successful black women that present, you know, in their very, you know, professional, successful way. And I know a lot of successful black women, you know, that present in a thought type way. And they are they are receiving the Let me ask you this, bro. So let's you said a thought type way. so what do you consider a thought type way? I, I guess just that that overtly I'm a I'm attention seeking. Um I can't say that a thought looks a certain way or or you know says certain things or whatever. It's that hey, look at me. Hey, I'm attention seeking. Hey, so whatever the case may be, whatever that is. You want to be, look at me, look at me, look at me. I'm the loudest. I'm the, I'm the, you know, I want all the attention. So I think that in, in my opinion, that's, that's the thought type way. So you, when you're saying that you're going to get a lot of attention, but you can't be upset about the attention that you get. You know what I'm saying? Like I, you can't, you can't overtly, you can't be wanting to be the life of the party. And then when people start treating you like the life of the party, it's like, ah, uh, you know, you thirst, this dude's thirsty, this dude's weak, this dude's a lame, this dude's a bozo, this, this. That you you can't be upset with what you're attracting and it's the same for guys you can't go out to you can't be at expo in your, your bins and and you know flossing your watch and this and that talking about i'm in vip this and i'm doing this and i'm doing that so then when chicks start to attract you know attract to you or whatever you're like oh she's just a gold digger well no nigga you was the one that's out here flossing yeah you can't be mad because people are, are coming to you that's what you're putting out i think yeah. it goes both ways yeah, I definitely agree because you know, and it's and you think about it like I think, and one of her points of her tweet was, let me, this is the one that really kind of stuck to me. The second, you know, the second men get money, they entertain women who they know they would never give if they were broke. And I think that goes from like if you get a little bit of change, so say first you make a ninety thousand and you go up, let's say you get up to three hundred thousand. There's a different level of different places you're going to be visiting, vacationing living car you're driving that you're opening up eyes and maybe they didn't look in the eyes for you before maybe you had low mm -hmm. self-esteem before and now you mm -hmm. whatever your talent is has got you more money so i mean there's a game of, of, of you know quote unquote gold digger for men and women and you gotta gotta know like okay what's my uh how far am i gonna go am i really into her or him because they they like what i have but also the person i am because, you know, it's going to be some things. Say, for instance, I hit the lotto and I was single, right? I'm going to get mad more looks 
because I, I got all this money. Now, you wouldn't know it because I'm pretty low-key. You know, I joke around this podcast, but I stay real state of myself. But, man, people eventually, they know it's the subtle things of how of how you come across and you got a little bit of bread. And you just got to know. You got to If you know, like, I'm just here just to smash or whatever or smash or get smashed, you just got to know what what do you want, what do, what are your parameters, and keep it moving. But you can't be upset with everyone else. It's like, you know, and it's like this young, uh, sort of like bad girl, Ari was talking about broke men are triggered. I, you know, I didn't see anything trigger what she said. I just was like, oh, I just figured she right. had an opinion, and that was it. I don't understand why people would get triggered off of her one paragraph that you know wasn't really right. think thought provoking in that sense of like it didn't get me riled up. I was just I'm more interested in looking at the comments. So, you know, I, I think it, I I thought that the, the the broke men are triggered comment that she made. I thought that was funny too because I see and know of and and see on a regular basis. I'm sure you do too the quote-unquote broke men are pretty much getting just as much play as the rich dudes, if not more. It's a lot of broke dudes banging, fucking, dating, whatever. Oh, many women. So, I mean, like, you can't say say that broke dudes are triggered because broke dudes are getting just as much attention or pussy or whatever you want to call it as the rich dudes, if not more. So... I, I don't, I don't, I don't get that. You, you can't make a comment and be like, "Oh, these broke niggas." This when there's a lot of fuckboys out here driving chicks' cars, you know, oh, yeah. while they at work. He drop her off at work. He take the car oh, and you know, go back to the speak to a king. <laughs> whatever the whatever the case may be, you know what I'm saying? Like it's just one of them things, man. You know, it's a lot of cats out here that you like, man. How in the hell does this dude keep? Keep landing females. He keep pulling females, but you, you know, know this nigga got a pot to piss. He got a pot to piss in a window to throw it out of. You know, you know what I'm saying? Mean. So she, so it's just one of them things. Like I don't understand how she can make that comment when it's the same thing. I don't, I don't think that it's a money thing when it comes to something like that. When it comes to pulling the opposite sex, be it male or female, there's a lot of broke ass dudes pulling a lot of chicks, and vice versa. A lot of broke ass whatever you want to call women pulling a lot of dudes. I don't think that that comes into play. I think that that part of her comment was kind of like, eh, but I do understand. I, I kind of get the gist, or at least my interpretation of her comment. I, my opinion is what I stated earlier. I think that the product that you put out is going to attract a certain type of buyer or a certain type of customer or attention or whatever you want to call it. So if, if you're putting out, hey, I'm flossing and I got money or I'm this and I'm that and models over here, and you're going to attract a certain, you're going to attract people. It's up to you to discern, you know, which one of those people you want around or which one is genuine and that sort of thing. That's just that's just my opinion. And you know, and I'm and we talk about this from the heterosexual point, because we're both two heterosexual men. I would be interested in what the homosexual community thinks of of things like this. Like, Absolutely. That would be like it's like very interesting to me because you see it on television, especially like black, mm-hmm. but you don't see like it really go in depth of the relationship of like of like, yo, yeah. I, I'm I'm doing good in my field and 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 homie ain't really doing too much, but you know I love him, or vice versa. If it's a woman, too, let's. So I'm there is a curiosity of knowing that, not a curiosity like I'm looking at zoo animals. I'm just just curious in general. Fish, you know, I don't yeah, know. Yeah. Like, I'm just like it's a different. It's, it's a different lifestyle. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah. I mean that's 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 no different. I mean I I think that looking at it from a, from a, a heterosexual lens and a homosexual lens is going to be just as different as someone we're looking through it from a, from an African American lens and a Caucasian lens. You know what I'm saying? I think you're living the same life. You're living the same thing but it's it's just a, a how does it affect certain individuals in that in that particular way of life um i happen to know and uh, a friend of mine uh she is lesbian and she is she's very successful she's in a higher ranking position than i am in our in our organization um uh, she gets a she gets a ton of, of play so to speak uh she gets a, she gets a lot of action a lot of attention um but she she doesn't seem to think of it as individuals uh, coming to her because she is kind of flossy. I mean, she's she's not like overtly, you know, flosstastic or whatever you want to call it, but uh, she is a little bit, uh, but she doesn't feel like it's because of that um, that she gets a lot of uh, attention to play. She says that it's her personality and because she, as, as we all say, lives her truth. Like she is who she is. She doesn't try to hide it. She doesn't try to sugarcoat it. She's just who she is. You know what I'm saying? And she feels that people are attracted to that. Um, she has said that there are times where people have gotten to know her and know what she does or know what her position are. And it's kind of like, oh, damn. You know what I mean? But she's not one that 
she she doesn't she's not flossing out here and she could but she she don't have no bands or no no Porsche you know Panamera or none of that type of stuff she's she's just a regular old cool ass person you know what I'm saying and she's not she's not real flossy like that but her personality like her personality can fill a room you know what I'm saying so I, I, like I said I, I think it's different I may I may have to chat her up and, and see if she'd be willing to come and, and talk to us on the show about that or whatnot. Or I've got a, I've got a, quite a few friends in the in the um, LGBTQ community. I may have to chat some of them up and just kind of see if they can come on the show. Uh, of course, no real names used or anything like that, um, but just kind of get their perspective on that. Yeah, I just think, think it would be interesting because, you know, it's that part I just don't know. I mean, I have, of course, I have family members that are that, that community. Yeah, I, yeah, I yeah. don't know whether, I, I know maybe who they're dating, but I don't know, like, you know, is it because, like, you know, are because you, you like a bad bitch out here because, you know, you look good or you don't want to work. I don't know. It's just, it's just there's, a, right. there's, there's a curiosity about it, man. So let's transition, man. So there's a couple of new albums that came out the last few, probably about a week or so. I mean, I know you're a big fan of Yellow Beezy, so have you checked it out? Beezy. <laughs> hey, man, yes, 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 yes. I have listened to that daggone Yellow Beezy, man. That, it's another it's another banger, man. Shout out shout out to the guy, Yellow Beezy, man. He's, both of the albums that he's put out, I, I have, like, I guess they're both of the mainstream albums I have put, like, put out. I have, like, um, but, yeah, I, I've, I've checked it out. Uh, like I said, it goes hard. I, I've been listening to that and, and, and Crit, pretty much. Yeah. I have not. Uh, I have not got to Yellow Beezy yet. Uh, I listened to the Lost tapes. I only ran through it one time because I just got back home last night from being at the expo, so I haven't really got a chance to like listen to it in my car. Because I came out at midnight, I listened to it for about. I listened to the whole thing. It was the next thing after that. It was time for me to get up to go to the expo. But let's get to that crit, man, because I know that's something that's been out for a few weeks, and we both probably ran through it a number of times, man. So just give me your initial thoughts on it, man. Uh, I liked it, man. I mean, it was a lot of a lot of a few songs that had came out um, just kind of like as one offs, one hitters, you know, here and there um, that, that we talked about. But I liked it. You know, I'm a huge Crip fan, but I like the album even despite the fact that I'm a huge Crip fan. Um, I like the, the the last track on the on the single Mississippi. That that is one of my joints right there like that. That immediately stuck to me. Uh, Mississippi uh, learned it from Texas. Um, the joint with Lil Wayne, I like that. Uh, I've always liked Energy. Uh, he got a track with Yellow Beezy that I like, man. It's it, the, the the album is dope, man. Like the the, the album is dope to me. Yeah. Uh, but like I said, those those tracks probably stand out to me to me the most. Or I say that I've that I've listened to um, over and over. Oh, Believe, Believe is yeah. another one that I like on there too. I like uh, like the first song. Usually, I'm not the first song. Is like when I'm in the gym, I run that bad that crit here like five or six times back to back. If I'm doing some cardio or something like that, man. Mm-hmm. I like I like the song with J. Cole. I like the whole thing now. I like the song with J. Cole. Uh, yeah. I mean, learn from Texas. that was yeah that was learn from Texas was on the last joint. Energy was on the last joint. We still gave us like all these different songs with this you know two two one offs that he added. Uh, let me see what else. I like Blue Flame. I like pretty much the whole album. Uh, now, do I like I like Forever in the Day better? But yeah, know, yeah, forever, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry, Forever the Mighty Long Time. Uh, I, like I would say Forever is a mighty long time. Yeah, I did. I did like Forever the Mighty Long Time better because I'm still bumping that. You know yeah. what I'm saying? That daggone that that daggone Substance gets me hyped. You know, off yeah. of Forever the Mighty Long Time. But but this album this album does go. Oh yeah, it's bang. Like, I've been listening. I've been listening to this. Uh, like I said, I've been yes listening to that damn BZ. Um, I did run back Dreamville. Uh, I know that I said I was going to listen to Dreamville in our last episode. I did finish it. Dope-ass album. I like the whole damn thing. Um, so I've been running that back, too. But, yeah, man, I, I, I like Crip, man. I'm, like, I'm liking this music that's coming out, man, for real. And it's interesting for Crip because he said he actually gave up control on the music but got more control of his business. So mm-hmm. he said he's not. he didn't produce – I don't think he produced any tracks on the album. I don't think so. So, you know, it's just interesting. He said he had to, like, lose control. So, as like, we, you know, we, so we talk about it. It's like you're trying to build a business. Well, he's built a business. But, you know, mm-hmm. we've built building our podcast. Some of the things we want to do off of it, like, the next step for, for me in this, it will be, like, ceding control to certain things. Like, so, mm-hmm. you know, it's always just interesting. I, I like, I'm one of those people who can try to catch a lesson in everything that I, I read, hear, or listen to and apply it to my life, you know, either good, bad, or indifferent. So, I just thought that was more really interesting. And I'll get back to Lost Tapes a little later. I just honestly, I have, I'm just now getting home, I, and I also want to catch up on uh, Last Chance You on Netflix. So that's one of my favorite shows, man. So 
I'm trying to run through, run through that, man. But yeah, bro. So there's a lot of stuff. I dig it, man. I dig it, man. I listened to that Dreamville. It was cool. Like, I just, some of the guys don't know. I am ready for the JID app solo album, though. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I'm ready, ready for him. To, <laughs> I'm ready for him to kind of like, all right, separate from the pack and do your own thing. Because some yeah. of the other cats, I just don't know them, so it's kind of hard to get into an album that cats I just don't know. But you know, I I am ready for his solo album, though. So you and me both. See it here, man. So. All right, brother. It looks like we're pretty much done with this episode, man. So go ahead, give us something positive to wrap up on. On uh, wrap it up, man. Yeah, man. So I'm gonna leave you guys with this: the, the Bowtie Fresh positive, positive vibes for the week. Uh, and it goes like this: Don't give people so much power over you that their silence leaves you questioning your worth. Um, and that spoke to me um, on a couple levels. Um, one primarily, but you can utilize that in your personal life with your relationships and that sort of deal. You know, a lot of I always see on, on social media, like, oh, someone such has left me on read or such and such giving me the cold shoulder or this or that or whatever the case may be. Don't don't let someone have that much power over you um, that, that their silence kind of makes you question your worth. But I, I looked at it from a professional perspective. Um, there was a lot of transition going on out here for everyone. Um, and I want people to understand that whether you're going for looking for a new job or, or promotion or or. Um, anything, you know, career growth, educational growth, anything like that. Don't let the fact that you may not hear something as timely as you would like uh, or hear the words that you would like or hear the success that you would like or anything like that. Don't let someone not responding to you or don't let their silence uh, of you not getting what you want at that time not have you question your worth. You're still extremely valuable um, as an individual, as a human being and bring a lot to this world. Um, and just, I just offer you uh, in prayer to be patient and let those things happen as they're supposed to. And that's the, that's the positive word from Bowtie Fresh this week. All right, man. Appreciate everybody for listening. Was rocking with us, dog. I just got something on the Twitter. It's been two years, almost two years to the day and started Grown Man-ish. And for those who don't know, I was like, yo, I mean, I think I told the story before. I was like, yo, Bowtie, we started a podcast. And he didn't do the first one. I was like, all right, I'm going to do it then. So I sent it out. Then he hit me up. I was like, yo, we'll just, let's do it. So it's crazy. 2017, you know, been doing, we've done like over yes, 70 sir. shows. Got other offshoot shows. So smooth, we'll have a new episode of Smooth Jab uh, podcast coming out. You know, it was my yes, first sir. Y'all need to check out Smooth Jab, man. Y'all need to check out Smooth Jab. And then we got the sports show coming back. So, like, it'll be call-in type stuff. Finally found the technology to rock with it. And, you know, so definitely it's been a blessing. Everybody rocking with us two years. Those who listen, bought merch, retweeted, forward, liked, and all that stuff from the bottom of my heart. And I speak for my brother, Bowtie. We appreciate everything. Even for folks who listen and don't listen anymore, just give us that look. We appreciate it because it's a gang of podcasts out here. And you took time yeah. in your busy day to, to check out ours. So, uh, appreciate the no love. Doubt. And we're going to stay cooking, man. We're going to stay cooking for y'all, man. Trying to stay as relevant as possible, give you the things that you want. Don't hesitate to reach out to us either on Twitter or Instagram or hit us up on email. Talk to us, man. You know, we're, we're not afraid. A lot of folks do talk to us a lot. We try to incorporate that too, but don't be afraid to say, you know, hey, I want to hear y'all's perspective on this or your opinion on that or, you know, something like that. You know, we're always open to that sort of stuff, man. Just because we're open to good dialogue. Whether we agree or not, or this, you know, any of that type of stuff, man. We just want some good dialogue and, and want to be able to give everybody out there something that's going to help them uh, throughout throughout their life, man. Yeah, so appreciate no, all y'all. Uh, no doubt, man. So we we catch y'all up, you know, probably next week or so. So I mean, you know, back to school time is coming for everybody. So it's been a little hit. We'll be hectic, but we definitely will keep giving everybody giving out content. So appreciate y'all. Yes, we'll holler at y'all next week. Peace.